You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, you're joining me for episode 273 of the Blended Family Podcast, and today we're going to be talking all about feelings. Are you paying attention to your feelings? Are you expressing your feelings? And so much more. Now, last week, we had the topic of gray divorce with Dr. Carol Hughes and Bruce Fredenberg, and that was a really interesting topic. It was about divorce after age 50 and how your adult children are really affected by that. So if you missed that, go back and take a listen. It was really good. And then next week, we'll be talking to Debbie Osborne, who's a foster mom and a stepmom and she wrote a book called Raising Other People's Children and she's got lots of tips from her own life experience that will help you out with your blended family. So lots to come. I hope you're enjoying your summer. I can't even believe that we are midway through the summer already. Um, I mean here in Florida kids get gearing up to go back to school mid-August. We don't have that this year. Our kids are out of school right now. Um, And so everything just feels a little bit different, but I just can't believe how quickly the summer is flying by. And I also noticed that I, my newsletter is late again. Uh, You should probably expect that to come out likely the beginning of August. Um, If you want, you can sign up for that at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash subscribe. I just send out one monthly newsletter. You do get a free quiz when you join as well as you'll be entered into win anytime I do a giveaway. I know I have not been doing them in a while. I'm kind of in the middle of trying to create some blended family uh, merchandise and that's what I really want the giveaways to be but I just haven't gotten to it yet. So I'm hoping to start those back up in September. But again, just join the list. I won't spam you. It's just a great way for me to have your contact information as well, just in case anything changes. Still looking for a new social media platform. That hasn't happened yet. So you'll see we're still um, we're still over at Facebook and operating over there, but I'm just looking for some new options. So join the newsletter so that way I can let you know if anything is moving around. And then, of course, make sure to subscribe to the show and share the show you know sadly the divorce rate is going up and especially after this last year people are really um, making a lot of changes in their lives and with the divorce rate going up you're going to see more blended families forming and people really need this information as they get into new relationships sooner rather than later right I mean I know for for me it was later before I learned all this stuff and that's why I'm trying to help other people because if you have this information in the beginning of your relationship it will just be much more successful or at least um, hopefully calm some of the issues down if you start listening in the beginning and make the changes that you need to in the beginning of the relationship rather than much later on like many of us did because we just didn't know So we're going to get right to this episode. It's a solo show on feelings right after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Living the Good Life Naturally is a self-care company focusing on magnesium. 
Statistics show that up to 50% of the U.S. population is magnesium deficient, which can cause a multitude of health issues including headaches, muscle cramps, seizures, hair loss, and more. Kristen Bowen, founder, created the company out of her own personal health struggles, so she really cares, and she has a mission to help others achieve optimal health. I myself am a huge believer in these products, and I use them on a daily basis. It's been especially helpful for my anxiety and my pain. Try the magnesium soak, the magnesium spray, or the delectable bath bombs for an extra treat. And check out the website to see the entire product line and learn more at livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. Or you can go back and listen to episode number 237 when Kristen was on this show. Don't forget to use my promo code BLENDED to receive a special discount. Order today and get your health back. Okay, so today's show all about feelings. You know, it's a joke in my family. Everybody says that I have a lot of feelings, and I do. Um, as many of you know, I am empathic, but growing up, I didn't know that. And so for my whole life, I didn't really feel very understood and I always had a lot of feelings and I didn't really understand and a lot of times what I would do is I would just bottle up my feelings because I didn't want to hurt other people because when you're empathic if you upset somebody you actually feel the upset yourself and so uh, growing up it just I never wanted to hurt anybody because I would just feel the hurt and so that also led to me not always expressing my feelings to people you know I'm really really good about sharing my feelings of love to people I have no issues with that I outpour that every day all over the place but when it comes to anything negative that I feel it it really it's hard for me to say but when I keep it in well it's made me sick over the years and now I'm trying to heal my body from years and years of doing that and I know that sounds really weird but when you don't feelings are energy and when we don't express them and we swallow them if they're negative they can end up in the body causing emotional or physical pain and that's what I've been going through and so I'm trying to learn now that there's a different way and you know what's funny enough is I didn't even know that I was doing that I didn't know that I was suppressing my feelings all the time I just knew that well I couldn't say anything because gosh I don't want to hurt that person so I'm just not going to say anything you know I didn't act actively know what I was doing and that it was hurting me you know weeks ago I think on the show I made a comment that Sean and I my husband when things are going bad will just say well it's okay and you know that was kind of I guess might have triggered some people because it's really not okay when things go bad sometimes, but that's just our way of sometimes getting through something, right? Because we can feel good or bad about something, but the something is still there. It's what we put on it, that whether that makes it good or bad, and how we feel about it and how we continue to let something snowball for us. And so it's just really important to get a hold of our feelings and to really understand what we're doing Um, and and not everything is okay it's not okay to white knuckle it through life and through feelings that we have and ignore them because we don't want to hurt somebody or there's other reasons too there's all 
kinds of reasons why people ignore feelings. We don't want to rock the boat. You know, that was a lot in, in my case, if you're an empath, also in my case, but some people live with an abuser. So you really can't talk about your feelings. Um, some of us give our power away to other people. There's just so many reasons. Um, sometimes we're embarrassed about our feelings, right? We feel like a terrible person for thinking things. And so we would never say the things that we think. So I want you to pay attention. Are you doing this? Even if you think you're doing good by suppressing, like I did, right? I don't want to hurt somebody, so I'm going to suppress. That, that isn't true because I was actually hurting myself. So ignoring your feelings to make someone else happy is in turn going to make you sick and unhappy. Our feelings are really important. We all have them. They're defined as an emotional state or reaction, but they're there to teach us something about ourselves if we don't ignore them, if we don't ignore them. Thoughts and feelings go together too. So I want you to notice how your thoughts are creating the feelings that you have. We've talked about that too on this show. That's really important because many of us don't even pay attention to the thought processes that are going on in our head all day long and how many thoughts we have and how many of the thoughts we have that are negative, right? Or worrisome or fearful. I want you to notice how your thoughts create the feelings you have. A thought of lack of money to pay a bill, let's say, is going to create a feeling of worry inside of you. Or a negative thought about your stepchild, it's going to create a feeling of anger or hate inside of you. So you gotta pay attention to this. It holds so many answers. Your feelings hold so many answers. You don't want to ignore them. You actually wanna dig in. You wanna understand your feelings, okay? So what happens when you ignore your feelings? I kind of just told you, it's going to have an emotional or physical effect in your body. And most of us don't even know that we're doing it, especially if we've done it for years like I have. I just It was a learned thing for me. I didn't even know that I was doing it. But emotions are energy like everything else, and they'll become trapped, and they can cause pain in different places in your body. But even aside from the pain... Holding in feelings actually can also cause damage in relationships that you have, long-term relationships, because you're not telling somebody how you feel. You're holding back. You're not expressing yourself. And that can cause resentment and other problems down the line and just general unhappiness. So I kind of came up with a four-step process that I made for you to kind of help you rise above those negative feelings. And I say rise because we're going to use those letters in the four-step process so you can remember it. And I also like the word rise because it reminds us to bring that feeling up and out of our body, right? We want it to rise up and out of us. Imagine it coming out of your head, out of your crown chakra, whatever you want to say, or out of your mouth if that's what you need to do. But it's got, it's got to come out. So the first part is recognize, then we're going to investigate, then we're going to have some soothing self-talk, and then we're going to change our ending, okay? So I'm going to start with recognize. That's when you identify the feeling. This is just recognition. 
Most of us, I know this sounds really silly, right? Recognize that I'm feeling bad, but a lot of us have learned to just push down our feelings so much that we, we've learned to ignore our own guidance system and our own feelings. Okay, so you're going to recognize it. And sometimes you won't notice the feeling as quick as you'll know your thoughts. So you'll want to also pay attention to your thoughts because the thoughts are going to come before the feelings. So if you don't pay attention to your thoughts, the next thing you know, you're going to be feeling very bad. So either way, just recognize that there's a negative feeling or thought present. That's all you got to do. Just recognize that it's there. And if you're lucky enough to be able to be self-aware here, because this is where most of us stop, we then take that feeling or thought and then we tell ourselves why we shouldn't be thinking it and then we stuff it way down inside of us, but it doesn't go away. So recognize it's there and give yourself permission to feel it. Give yourself permission to feel it. That's, that's another hard thing. Don't make yourself feel bad. Don't judge yourself for the feeling. You're just going to observe your feelings, recognize that they're there. And then the next step, which is investigate for the letter I, you're going to, now that you recognize what the feeling is, I want you to go a little bit deeper within and investigate. So that means to really try and understand yourself. Why are you feeling this way? What were you thinking about before the feeling arose inside of you? Is this a patterned thought? Right? Is this something that you think all the time? Is it coming? Why is it coming up now? See, instead of pushing it down, you're trying to understand yourself, right? And you're trying to face these parts of yourself, even though sometimes it's uncomfortable. That's another reason we, we push it down. It's just even uncomfortable for ourselves but we've got to face it. That's the only way to get through it. Okay, so recognize, investigate. Uh, the third step, this is the magic step. This is the soothing self-talk step. This is how you soothe yourself out of the feeling by talking yourself through it. Positive self-talk, as if you're talking to a child. This is not, you know, admonishing yourself and telling yourself how stupid you are, no. This is as if you were talking to a child, you would be very kind and gentle and nurturing. So you're gonna to talk to the child, but you're the child. How would you help a child that was hurting emotionally? What would you say to make them feel better? You might ask why a child, well the, the inside parts of us that are damaged from years of trauma, those are the parts that need nurturing. So that's why I say it's like a child. So what is it about your current situation, your current feeling that makes you feel vulnerable, unsafe, jealous, resentful, whatever feeling you have, and then you're going to soothe yourself by giving yourself permission to feel it and telling yourself it's going to be okay, right? Give yourself that little hug that you need that maybe you're not getting from somebody else. Give yourself the nurturing that you need. Give yourself the nurturing that you wish somebody would give to you. Okay, so that's the third step. And then the last step is the ending. You're gonna change that ending. Change the story in your mind, change what it means to you. You know, we all make assumptions in life and we project our worries and our fears 
into this future time. We wonder and we worry about everything. So instead of wondering and worrying about something in a negative light, why not make it positive? Why not, whatever your current struggle is, why not try to look at it a different way and find your way out by focusing on the solution and not the problem? It's only when we try to focus on the solution that we can find a way out of the dark. And if you don't believe it, right, you're trying to change this ending to yourself and tell yourself something um, and you don't believe yourself, just fake it to make it. You just keep telling yourself the ending that you want and you hold that vision in your mind. And I actually am going to go through a couple of examples for you so you can kind of get the feel of what I mean for this. So I'm going to give you two examples. So the first one, let's say your stepkids come over and they just never pick up after themselves. They're always leaving a mess. And you tried in the beginning to really speak up about it. But when you noticed that nothing was changing, you kind of just said, forget it. It's not worth it. I'm just going to stop. And now it's years later and you silently stew when they leave a mess. But you don't feel like you can say anything now because you've let all these years go by. You haven't said anything. So I'm going to go through this process with you as an example. And this was not my personal story. Um, I just think it might resonate with many of you. This is a common issue that I get. Okay, so step one, I'm just going to notice. Gosh, every time the kids come over, I'm mad even before they get here. Gosh, I'm feeling really frustrated. Okay, wait, let me take a couple of breaths. Let's just sit with the fact that I'm frustrated right now. It's okay that I'm frustrated right now. Okay, that was step one, just recognition. Step two, now you're gonna investigate. Hmm, well I see a pattern here. Every time they come, I feel frustrated before they get here. Why, why am I so frustrated? Well, I never know when there's gonna be a mess. And every time they come, I can't even ask them to pick up, so I feel like my house isn't even mine. Why can't I ask them? What would happen if I did? See, so just sit and process your thoughts through. I can't even tell you how many times I was able to solve a problem by just working through my feelings. Um, sometimes I use Sean as a sounding board, but never when it has to do with him because that wouldn't work. But um, I'll use somebody as a sounding board if I need to, but you can just do this with yourself, okay? Step three would be the soothing self-talk. So then you'd be like, okay, it's okay that I'm frustrated. My home is my safe haven. And when it's disrupted, I feel disrupted. And I'm allowed to feel upset over this. I'm allowed to feel frustrated that my house is a mess. And I'm not the one making the mess. Okay? It's okay. You keep telling yourself it's okay that you feel that way. That's the biggest part. That's the magic step because you're giving yourself permission in a really soothing, nurturing way. And then step four, in this case, um, what can I do to solve the problem? I can work to solve the problem, which we'll get to in a few minutes. I'll, I'll talk to you about some of that, but I can just also mentally rewrite my ending, such as, this is only temporary. And when the kids grow up, my house is going to be just as I want it to be. Or even better, you could say something like, I can still feel peaceful in my home, even if it's not in order right now. So I just that's just one quick kind of example. I'd like to give you one more example. Um, but in this example, I'm going to just 
go through the whole thing, like the whole dialogue that would go on in my mind, I'm just gonna take you through, okay? So the scenario here would be, let's see, um, let's say you're having relationship issues and you're upset because your partner and their ex have a really close relationship. It's not the closeness that bothers you because you understand the importance of co-parenting but you feel as if the ex is constantly overstepping boundaries and this is bringing up feelings of resentment and frustration inside of you. But you don't dare say this to your partner because you don't wanna seem as if you're being jealous or difficult because you're not jealous, okay? So here's the four steps. Okay, so let's say that was happening to me and I'm just gonna take you straight through this as if I'm speaking out loud. Wow. I'm feeling really negative feelings about the ex. I'm angry, I'm resentful, I'm pissed off. I really wish I never had to deal with this person again. Why am I feeling like this? Well, this person has no respect for me as the new partner. They don't include me in conversations or plans and that really hurts me. They're always changing the parenting schedule and I'm supposed to just understand and work around them. I never even get thanked for anything that I do. It's okay that I feel hurt. I take care of those kids like they're my own and I deserve to have more input. I'm sad because I don't feel as if this person respects me or appreciates me. It's okay, I'm a really good stepmom and no matter what, the kids are so lucky to have me. And my partner is with me now and they're co-parenting to make things easier for the kids and I understand that. And I'm going to involve myself more and I'm going to talk to my partner about how I feel so that they can include me as well. So do you see how I just worked through that process? I mean, I know that was a lot because I, I made it very lengthy so you can see all of the different ways that you can try to take yourself through a difficult feeling. So I hope that that helps. And I, I really, I know that you can apply that to anything that you're trying to work through. And I wanna remind you that ignoring the feeling is not gonna make it go away. You have to acknowledge it and process it, and then you have to release it from the body. And the release can be a physical release, like a deep blowing out of breath once you acknowledge what you're releasing and why, and you can just kinda whoosh, blow it out. But it also helps if you can like kind of feel into your physical body where the pain is or where the emotion is. For example, you know, it, you might be saying, gosh, I really feel sick to my stomach or my heart hurts, right? When we're sad, sometimes we feel it in our heart, in our belly. So you locate that emotion or that pain and you make an active decision to release it. But that's not, you know, that's a practice and that, not everybody can really do it that way or even thinks that that's beneficial. Um, so I'm gonna talk about some other tips too, but I just wanna let you know, letting, letting it go and releasing it is not burying it. We don't wanna bury it again and recycle it through. So that's where most of, it, most of us get messed up because we say, I'm just gonna let that go, but we're not really letting it go. It's just like, it's still making us upset inside. So you can't just release it and say that it's gone and still have ill feelings about it inside. You've gotta work through the feelings. And that's why I say you've gotta go through the process. You can't just will it to go away. 
believe me, I've tried to will my feelings away for years and all I've ended up with is a body that's in pain all the time. And so believe me, you've got to get it out of there. Um, I want to leave you with some tips for doing this and some deeper work because the four-step process is really just the beginning of uncovering your feelings. Um, I just want to give you some some different um, tips for you. Uh, one thing is think of the feeling where you're at and then think of the feeling where you want to be. This is called the emotional scale. You know, you have something like, I don't know, anger, fear, despair at the bottom, and at the very top you have gratitude, joy, and in between there's there's just so many emotions. And you're not gonna get from despair to joy by willing it there, or by even just working through a feeling. It doesn't always work that way. You have to work your way up the ladder. So recognize where you're at and recognize where you want to be and just slowly try to have better feelings to get yourself there. Again, pay attention to the thoughts because that's going to create the feelings. So if you're having negative thoughts, you need to change those so that you can work your way up the ladder. The quickest way to work your way up the emotional scale to feeling better is practicing gratitude. Having gratitude is the fastest way to go and you should be starting your morning and ending your day with something great. I don't care if you have a journal and you write down 10 things, you could just say one thing. But when you close your eyes and when you open your eyes, always think, what am I grateful for in this moment? And that's really just an amazing way. Even if you're feeling really down in the dumps, just stop and say, gosh, I feel terrible right now. Let me stop and think of three things right now that I am grateful for. And I promise you that really helps to change your mindset. Uh, okay, be patient and kind to yourself. You know this. Negative self-talk is going to create more negative feelings inside of you. So don't say anything negative to yourself. Talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend or to that little child that's hurting with kindness and with love and give yourself patience. Don't be upset with yourself if you if you know fall off and go back into your old patterning because this stuff takes time and work and it's a practice okay take responsibility for your feelings they're your feelings if you don't like them you can change them but don't blame them on someone else and that's what a lot of people do it's like gosh i wouldn't be feeling this way if that person wasn't doing this but we're all responsible for our own inner world and our own feelings and thankfully, right? We, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to change if other people were responsible for our feelings. So I'm glad I'm responsible for my feelings, okay? And other people's feelings are their feelings. And we can't try to change their feelings either, okay? So I want you to go ahead, feel what comes up for you and recognize it, even if it feels ugly to you. And that's another thing is a lot of people, the, the uglier that feeling is, they just want to bury it deeper down but I don't want you to do that I want you to hold space for yourself right you don't have to tell anybody about your feeling you can tell yourself your feeling and give yourself permission to feel it without judging yourself or feeling wrong or bad for feeling it because they are your feelings and you are entitled to feel them and you're feeling them for a reason whatever the reason is our feelings are there to teach us so you need to investigate okay on solving issues so when you write your new ending or 
you rewrite your story of how you'd like to feel, decide whether it can be done with you alone or if you need something physical or something with someone else to change to make you feel better. And if it involves someone else, the only way to solve that obviously is by expressing your emotion and feeling that you have with that person or people and telling them what it is that you need. Okay, so you just need to keep that in mind. I'm going to give you some tips on that too. Um, talking about your feelings because I know that's that's a really hard one. I understand it's hard for me too. Um, you're always using I statements, not you statements. Okay, and you're going to be specific and say what you feel. So talk about how the behavior makes you feel. Not, hey, I don't like when you do this and you do that. No, it's hey, I'm feeling very sad when this happens. I'm feeling very triggered or whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, that's the best way to have someone engage with you and not want to get on the defensive. I mean, you, you tell them right away, hey, you do this and that, that person's going to shut down right away. Um, so it just be cautious about the way that you speak, you know, think before you open up. And then remember, if the person is triggered by what you say, right, as long as you're using those I statements that I told you to, if the person is triggered, that is not your fault, okay? You can't get upset if you're talking about your feelings and they get triggered. You've triggered something within them and they might be projecting it back onto you, but that's not your fault. And I don't want you to feel like that means, gosh, now I can't ever talk about my feelings again because this is what happens as soon as I talk about my feelings, somebody gets upset. So I understand, but you got to stay calm. You're doing this for you, for you. And it's important that you express what you feel. You don't always need others to understand it right away. You just need to explain how you feel and get it off of your chest. Now, I also understand that there are situations where you really just can't do that. Um, perhaps if you're in an abusive home, you have an abusive partner, or whatever the reason may be for you that you just can't tell somebody straight up how you feel. You just can't. And again, I understand how that feels. It's happened to me many, many, many times in my life. So you need to find another way to get that emotion or feeling out of you. And there are other ways that you can get it out. So if you can't talk directly to whom it is you need to, you can always talk to somebody else, a trusted person, friend, uh, family member. But if you can't even do that, there are ways for you to get these feelings out. You can scream. You can yell into a pillow. I tried that. It didn't really work for me. I didn't, I just felt silly. But anyway, I tried it. Uh, you could punch something. You could, you know, they have um, those places now, those smash places where people go and you could just like pay money to just throw things and smash things and like throw appliances like TVs and chairs. Again, not something that I'm interested in doing, but it makes some people feel better right? Again, this is something that maybe I didn't like to do. And that's why I'm having all these problems of these trapped emotions inside of me, because I never learned how to get that out. And so you can try that. You can also just dance. You can sing real loud. 
It sounds silly too, but that actually helps to get these things out. You can exercise or you can even journal. You can journal down on paper the way that you feel. You can light the paper on fire or destroy it, rip it into a million pieces after so the person never has to see it. But sometimes just getting that out on paper, how you honestly feel, really, really helps. Now, the other thing I wanted to say, if you're listening and, you know, maybe you're listening and you're a person that has no trouble at all getting out your feelings, but your partner, the person that you're with, you you think that they do. Um, maybe the person you're with shuts down or they don't, you know, talk about their feelings. Here's what you can do. You can check in sometimes, you know, um, because they might not come to you. So you need to learn the signs. You need to to look at them and feel into them and make sure that you're having those conversations. And then when they do finally open up to you, if you do have that opportunity, don't get defensive. Understand that it might be hard for, for them to be coming to you with this information. And so to have a little empathy there and think about how hard it is for them to say it and what they might need from you. Um, and what they need from you is to not be defensive and to listen. And we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should all be listening a little bit more than we talk. Okay, so pay attention to the signs of your partner. If your partner seems unhappy, depressed, or irritable, ask them if they're okay, but be receptive to whatever their answer is too. Don't ask them and then have an attitude when they do decide to tell you because that person will shut down so quick and they will never come to you again. So I know it's hard, just try. So I think that's all I have for you today. I really hope that it was a helpful show. This is certainly something that I struggle with and so I have to take these same steps that I'm telling you to do to make sure that I'm processing my feelings too. And the last thing I want to leave you with is this. You don't actually need anyone else to make you feel better. In fact, it's best when you can learn to control your own feelings regardless of what anyone else around you is doing. That is true mastery. When we rely on others to make us feel better, we're always going to get let down. So if you can learn to find better feeling feelings even when things are bad, then you'll see a huge shift take place in your life. This is work and it's constant because we're constantly growing and learning better ways to live. So I want you to rise up above any negative feelings that you have and I want you to learn how you can transform your life simply by transforming your feelings. So please let me know if you have any luck applying these steps to your own negative feelings or self-talk. I'd love to hear it. Feedback can be sent to me, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Please share the show with a friend and we will see you next week with another show. Love you guys so much. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.